Hello everyone, my name is Ilya, and I'll be narrating the tale for you today. We bring you the next part of a dairy meeting. We hope everyone has been enjoying it. Like before, this story was co-written by Aurora and myself. If you like our work, feel free to visit our Tumblr set. I am auroracole.tumblr.com and thebuildingcacophony.tumblr.com for more of our work. The previous story will also be linked down below if you wish to catch up to speed. We continue our tale from last where we left off. Ilya, an outcast mage from a noble house, hadn't heard from her beloved cousin Ledwin. Distraught at the news, she ran into Archmay by the bridge where he gave her a much-needed pep talk. In fear of one of her more manipulative friends, she chose not to learn his name and ran off. We start up again with a daring meeting. Please enjoy. And like that, she was gone. It was one of the most breathtaking moments he had ever had with any dame. Unfortunately, his stupid quiet nature and childish nerves made him choke. Not even a name, Archmay, he thought to himself. The treasure hunter rose his hand as if to say something and stop her. But all that came out was nothing. He watched as the brilliant red-headed mage he met named Ilya walked away in the moonlight. Hmm. He lowered his head. The sound of tapping wood instruments and closing musical cases were the final notes of the night. He sighed softly, being left alone upon the bridge he only came to rest at. Captain Elias and the Dreadnought were all set to sail across the maelstrom for Kelamore in a few days' time to smuggle blood thistle and other various contrabands. It was quite routine when there wasn't treasure to be had. The bills had to get paid, and the crew had to drink their share of the Thunder Brew Ale. But the locals called it Jungle Brew, trolls being the locals. They were disgusting beasts, always practicing their ancient rituals. Many of the crew had seen elf bones and other races' remains quickly hidden from sight as if the crew didn't have any clue as to their cannibalism. One might be fooled that the blood-stained sand would have been an animal, but a finger is a finger is a finger. At least his friend Baron told him so. Baron was a massive elf that grew up mostly around the First War and the creation of Ogremar. The time spent with orcs taught him to be an amazing warrior and accept their ways, but his heart was Sindori. He once shielded the attack of a battering ram by placing himself between a brick wall and the ram itself, buying time for the local orcs of Arathi Basin to escape from an alliance attack. But nothing could have been a fortified shield for the outlaw's heart as she walked away. Archmay wasn't crushed, as he had plenty of women walk away from him before. It was a diamond dozen, really. It seemed his quiet nature drew them like moths to a fire. This one was different. In past times, he would shrug his shoulder and turn away. Something drew the man to this one. He wanted to figure out who she was, what she was doing. Why tell him such a story? The outlaw pursed his lips and started his way out of the small park, walking down the path to the small troll village the crew was staying for a few days. Oi! Where the fuck you been? There's some fine scarlet women who'll be dying to meet ya! Varian's voice bolstered and smelt of booze and food. Small droplets of spit and crumbs flew from the man's face, landing upon Archmay. 
Baron's large size was that of three elves, and bulky like a standing upright orc. Naturally, the man wrapped an arm around his friend, engulfing him in a suffocating hug with a single grin. Archmay waved his hand in dismissal. Oh, fuck off, you bloat. I was at the park, taking some time for myself. Seeing I bunk with a bunch of smelly fucking zanger trout. He smiled. The warrior always knew what Archmay was up to somehow. The variant spoke loud, like he usually did. Oh, fuck me! You find yourself one of those harlots yourself, hmm? We're a good one, ye. Best be getting your dick wet now. Captain said we'd be going through a tough patch this time. Reach a calm door. Archmay shook his head, rolling his eyes. You imbecile. I wasn't fucking anyone. I... just... Baron paused and spoke. Oh, for fuck's sake. You fell for the Lady of the Night. Never thought I'd see the day. He let go of Archmay, stepping back and crossing his arms, looking down at him in a very fatherly tone. Okay, boy. Please tell me she got a name, no? Archmay spoke. It's Ilya. Baron spoke. Well, let's see if your trump Ilya is at the potty. A big grin crossed his face. Archmay glanced up to him, not too enthused by him calling her a tramp. Though he was hopeful the woman was at the party. And if not, perhaps they might run into each other another time. Archimay rolled his eyes, giving a friendly punch to the chest. Let's get going. I can choose a dream. Varen spoke. Ah! That's my boy! As Ilya rounded the corner of the lot as she stepped off the path, her hands reached into a small satchel that she carried around for supplies. Various bones, feathers, and other such things to create rituals were inside along with a few packs of her jerky. She'd be more than easy to make it over to Okamar with a flick of a teleport spell. That's at least what should have happened. But her eyes flickered over to the side. The sight of a familiar fluttering cream-colored parchment caught her eye. One burying her face. Oh, fuck. Not again. Guess her uncle was serious about her little shenanigans causing some slight against his name. Lord fuck all Lumeriel. With the disappearance of Ledwin, maybe he was blaming her for being such a bad influence. The mage cautiously went towards the paper, picking it up within her shaking finger. It read, Wanted alive or dead, Ilya Lumeriel, 10,000 gold. And further down underneath, Ilya is a dangerous fire mage last seen for the wanton destruction of Silvermoon. Last seen around Silvermoon City Royal Exchange with other fugitive Malafaka. Possible links to the Burning Legion? May have killed Ludwin Lemuriel. With any contacts, please let House Lemuriel know to assist in her capture. Please use precaution. As if this day didn't suck enough, something else had to bring her at least somewhat innocent plans crashing down. Ilya knew sure as hell she didn't fucking kill Ledwin. That was her fucking bastard uncle's ploy. Maybe trying to blame her so at least he could get her killed within his name. Disregard her like some fucking stain. The mage would have to survive despite him. The young maiden growled to herself. The poster was gathered and quickly ignited in flame, 
as she snuck to the back, avoiding some of the party goers. Ilya knew she had to move, but where exactly? She had no more place in Silver Moon. That jackass did that. There was a small village nearby. Perhaps she could get some help from some of the more illegal means. The frail thing just had to hope. No one else knew about her predicament. Binding her hair up with some loose strands of cloth, Ilya went forward for someone to help her procure a journey to Kelmdor. There were rumors of pirate ships that went back and forth easily between the two continents. Perhaps one of them would be kind enough to help her? And if she did find one, hopefully it went quietly and without asking for that kind of passage. Ilya rolled her eyes and thought with a rueful smile. Maybe burning someone's thread of their junk would be more than enough. A mage sighed and moved out to find help. She just hoped no one would go after her. The loud music and shouting of men and women dancing, clashing cups of ale, the rattling of bottles, and the smell of dragon's breast smoke had filled the large party. Giant pillows with tables that sat low to the ground filled the area. In each sat a pirate with a tramp in their lap. The females were smart. Smarter than most, at least. Waiting for the pirates to get filthy drunk. Then to swindle the gold from their pockets. Most offered sex for the exchange of gold. Others whispered falsehoods. Hell, at least the ones giving sex had received some type of service. Most men found their pockets drained of coin. But Baron and Archmaid knew better. Bloats. Imbeciles. All of them. Archmaid spoke softly, taking a swig of ale and slamming the cup down to the table. Baron smoked over to his lad and spoke. Mind your own little shadow. If they can't see through the veil these women's cast. He chuckled softly. <laughs> it's their own fault. Baron was a bit of a hypocrite as a woman sat soundly on his lap, feeding him grapes and wine. Archmay rose a brow. Oh, is that so? He rolled his eyes. Baron sighed softly and spoke. Listen to me, little shadow. The difference between them and I is that this little lady. He wrapped an arm around the young lady and pulled her close. She is going to give me what I want. The young elf started to giggle. Of course! <laughs> he leaned over, whispering softly into the warrior's ear. Archmay sighed softly, waving his hand in dismissal. You're an imbecile, also. Baron laughed, standing to his feet. What? <laughs> he reached down, lifting the woman and tossing her over his shoulder. A small squeak and a laugh came echoing from her mouth. He reached up, slapping her ass. Bullshit! You're gonna need all the breath you can take. He glanced down to Archman. Look, you can sit here and mope all day about some woman you danced around like a fool in the middle of bumfuck of nowhere. Or... He smiled softly, Archman looking up to Varen with a confused look on his face. Or what, you idiot? Archmaid spoke. Baron didn't have to say much. He nudged his head upwards, as if telling him to look. Archmaid turned his head and glanced to see Ilya peeking through the shadow. 
He turned back to Varen, and the warrior spoke as he walked away. I would have chosen these easier ones there, little shadow. His laugh was raspy, heavy. I'm very unique. The outlaw shook his head and spoke loudly. You're still an idiot. He staggered to his feet. Bah! Varen chirped lastly as he entered the tent. Archmaid turned and watched to the woman glide through the party effortlessly. He started to follow. He followed very sloppily. She seemed to be trying to plead with pirate to pirate. He couldn't quite hear what she was saying, but he wanted to see her once more. He pushed and stepped over people, trying to close the gap between the two. They seemed to be moving faster and faster until she slipped back into the shadows. Archmaid's feet tapped silently into the shaded alley. He huffed lightly, unable to see a thing. She seemed to slip through his fucking fingers again. He shook his head and turned around. Right as he did so, he felt a knife to his throat. Following me isn't exactly what you should be doing. I'm not one of those fucking tramps. Archmaid started to feel his groinal area warm. He turned his eyes down. It's... it's you! And so the daring meeting of Ilya and Archmaid continued with her running from her uncle's devilish ploy. Will Archmaid help her? Or be inclined to help her? Especially after a knife to the throat. Stay tuned to find out. Please enjoy the song chosen at the end of this podcast. The details of such will be provided below. If you enjoy our work, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube section or sign up for the podcast in any one of the other links down below. Want to submit a story? There's a link down there as well. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. And like always, our time is short together, but with little time we have, thank you for sharing it with us. Have a great night. And I thought I got away from my past But it pulled me back and I'm broken I've been waiting on somebody To rescue me From all the monsters in my mind Maybe then they could salvage the rest of me That's if they get to me in time I still hear your voice in my head And it's been leading me astray And maybe I ain't got no choice Exhausted, kicking myself for not being cautious, and I lost count of all of my losses. I've been slaving away with this labor. Every day we're chasing this paper. Can't explain away this behavior. And about to pray for a savior. I've been waiting on somebody to come for me and make the demons go.
And I'm become a full-blown insomniac No matter whether melatonin or some Johnny Black Ain't a single damn change to how my body acts Simply put, I've been hurt Johnny Cash And I've been shut down Pontiac So I can take any mixture It doesn't matter what's in it Cause my brain stays racing a million miles a minute So I'm switching my position Like maybe this'll be different Maybe if I'm on my side I'll probably feel fine Fuck am I kidding? Well, none of it'll be different I ain't sleeping I'm just staring at the back of my eyes Yeah, dog, I'll just give up I'm crazy Ain't my fault, it's just how the world made me. That's why I say forget it, I don't wanna think. Take my work clothes off and then pour another drink. Too. I still hear you. 